The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is Mr. Nelson Show episode uh, uh, 462. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Thanks, Red. Uh, well, gee, I wonder what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. No. Oh, no, goddamn, no. no. Yes, as you can hear from the joy in Lefty's laughter. Uh, over last weekend, Fox News just up and decided to fire Tucker Carlson, who had the only show anyone watches on Fox News anymore. And then they immediately uh, lost a billion dollars uh, with their ratings plunging uh, to where MSNBC and CNN were beating them in the uh, the market. And um, that's like, you know, uh, you MSNBC and CNN are the turds floating it, spiraling in the toilet bowl. And then Fox News decides to dive right past them straight into the subject. So, uh, well, of course, go. I can't stand Fox News. I mean, I did you, the damage they've done to this country and even the world is just unconscionable and uh, unforgivable. Just unforgivable. But you know how what they say, even a broken clock is right twice a day. And, oh, boy, did Fox News strike it right last weekend. <laughs> oh, Tucker, don't let the door hit you all your ass on the way out. <laughs> Oh, God damn it, this is a huge mistake. They're going to be so sorry they already are with the money they're losing. But don't you count him out. Tucker will be back. No, he won't. He will never be back on Fox News. Never. No. No, 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 no. Well, that's the deal, Lefty. He doesn't need to. Uh, Tucker can easily do his own thing and uh, probably make even more money oh, yeah. uh, than he would oh, under on. contract on Fox News oh, uh, because he does have a rather large audience. Uh, there's all kinds of mind. guessing that uh, he could uh, sign up with The Blaze or Daily Wire Ugh. or Ugh. head over to Newsmax and oh, all God. that sort of stuff. Uh, but I think it would be far more lucrative for him to be his own independent thing. Now, of course, Damn he right. could enter into partnerships on projects and whatnot with well. some of those entities, hmm. uh, should he so choose. Uh, but ultimately, uh, his own uh, podcast show uh, probably would do very well for him. That's got to be uh, And that's more than likely uh, what the case will be. Oh, uh, he's probably contractually uh, banned from joining up with any competitor company Thank at God. the moment. Thank but his God. own thing could probably do that rather soon. Oh, yeah. My guess. I'm not, you know, a lawyer. And exactly. All that. And I don't know what deal he had with... Uh, Fox News, other than no doubt uh, serious NDAs, so oh, yeah. uh, won't be saying a whole lot about what went on. There's Fox all kind News of speculation as to why uh, the up. emails that were released, not in total, over the Dominion lawsuit, which uh -huh. Fox should not have settled for. Oh, they should have uh, lost completely. Curious because Tucker actually called out Cindy Powell over the huh? uh, election fraud stuff yeah, that Dominion is upset about, about uh, and he really didn't push that. Uh, that, uh, aspect of it that the Dominion machines Nobody's were, you know, perfect. hacked and, and, uh, fixed. Actually, the New York Times said that over the, uh, uh, 2016 election. Well, it was <laughs> Suggested true, that then. it was possible. They didn't say it happened outright, but come on. Well, it probably uh, did. And, uh, no, not a peep out of them, you know. 
Uh, well, as for Tucker himself, uh, why he should be the the one sacrificed for it, uh, that evil. would seem rather odd when uh, Maria Bartomolos uh, seemed to uh, cover that far more well, she than he too. did. And, uh, she's still there, and she no one seems pretty. to have, be any, have any oh, interest man, in getting rid of her. The, uh, the other <laughs> thing was that he was uh, very critical of management, uh, insultingly so, uh, and uh got to admit, he... Made some points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, they didn't take too kindly to that. But they would have well, known this quite some time. It. So it's odd. The k- weird thing is that Rupert Murdoch himself ordered this because uh, it him. caught a lot of them by surprise. I mean, the staff and everything was getting ready for the Monday night show, uh, not realizing there was no more show. <laughs> and all that type of stuff. And a lot of the other Fox News people were like, huh? And uh, so uh, that he had decided this because of his Heritage Foundation speech that he gave that weekend (laughs) and went in about uh, needing prayer and a return to God and stuff like that in it. And that Rupert Murdoch freaked out over it because apparently his Uh, recent uh, engagement was called off because uh, his fiancée went on about how. Tucker Carlson was a prophet of God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or probably more akin to he's doing the Lord's work and that sort of thing. See, they're crazy. I don't know. Uh, Freaked him out. Uh, He's a very old man now. And um, is he really in control of his faculties? I don't know. But the idea that there's a plan and stuff here, I'm not seeing it. What's the business model? Uh, And probably there's got to be some other factors here. If it's something that ridiculous is what you chose to Tucker do uh, to your biggest star uh, oh, and uh, see how far you plummet without you him. Do the right They're thing. thinking this will go like with Bill O'Reilly, but the difference who was their previous big star yeah, until they let him go over all the sexual harassment scandals and whatnot, yeah, which one of the main witnesses against him ended up being arrested for fraud. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's another story. That's, uh, but the oh, thing yeah, of it is, Tucker line, was already huh? a part of Fox News with his own show. Uh, at the time, and so they they had a backup. They had somebody to move in very quickly in that spot, and he built it back and uh, well, with, excelled. With, with, uh, right. And so there you go. Who would do that for them now? I don't know. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And of course, his positions. He was anti-Ukraine war. Most of the people at Fox yep. not yeah, all this God type of did. stuff. But it's he, like, he well, it's a, a variety of opinions. You you hash it out. You argue it. Uh, but a lot of people, especially in the Republican establishment, the old establishment, oh, yeah. uh, did not take kindly to that. Nope. Uh, then there's all his January 6th, in which the establishment Republican Party wants to stand solidly behind, well, despite all the detriment Bunch it is to them. And uh, people being thrown into prison who just happened oh, to be yeah. there and yeah. that sort of they thing. In prison, with no trial. And what, you know, uh, I, well, jail. Exactly. Than, Get still. it right. Uh, but jail, prison was you know, well, crazy, really. Uh, the idea that you oh. would bend to that at this point, I, I don't know. But it's done. And uh, there you go. But if, you, if that's the last of Tucker Carlson, I, Sayonara. <laughs> you're dreaming. You know? Oh, yeah, he'll be back. Um, no. uh, meanwhile, oh, yeah, Don Lemon got fired. And everybody's like, what took you so dangerous. long? <laughs> oh, stop it. Get, get this oh, right. boy. Uh, more scandal problems for Steven Crowder. Now, I have, <laughs> the, the, the irony of it is that someone, well, <clears throat> I think it's his wife, released the, the ring footage of him. Uh, getting in an argument oh, with her yeah. and cussing her oh, out and yeah. all this stuff. Uh, uh, the insinuation the is that blame he's been violent woman. with her, but there's no actual accusation of it, and he doesn't actually well, do that. He's I cussing her out. She's pregnant. It doesn't look good, but it's 
three minutes overall. And it's one of these things where you're not really uh, knowledgeable of uh, the overall troubles they had with each other. You get this snippet of it, and it's obviously weaponized by his wife in their divorce. Oh, yeah. I'm not happy with Crowder over what he's been doing lately. I think a lot of what Dave Landau had to say rings very true. Uh, And uh, that's part of what that, well, he's an a-hole at work. And that's just the way it is. But it's not acceptable. He was doing what he was accusing the Daily Wire of doing. Well, so. Uh, and then on top of all that, that little stunt he pulled with the tape recording of Jeremy Boring. Well, how you like them apples, Crowder? Because Wire just did it so. to him, you know? And yeah. he's going to say, that's not really what was. Yeah, I know. I imagine that's not what it's, you know, insinuating. I'm just but, making popcorn. Yeah. Now, Candace Owens has been pissed off at him after that whole Daily Wire thing, and I think I, I would have yeah. been a bit more reserved, but that's Candace Owens for you, <laughs> and saying he's a monster and that this is what he does to his wife and all that. You're not completely knowledgeable of that. No one ever really is when it comes to couples and that sort of thing. And uh, over time, more may come out of it that proves there's, you know, uh, there's a very dangerous psychosis with the man, you know. But right now, oh, there's not enough there uh, uh, for that. And I would reserve some amount of judgment other than, well, Stephen, the chickens really came home to roost because uh, of the type <laughs> of crap he's been trying lately. Because uh, that, that whole time with the Daily Wire, I say he never made a real argument. Well, you know, and the constant, it's not about the money, and then start talking about the money. Yeah, he kind of messed up there. It, I don't know what the hell is going on with the not guy. Me neither. But I guess Again, I the troubled marriage failing is part of the thing. I thought it might have been the, uh, the the troubles he had with his surgery and all that, and then in some instances it might still be true, but Could now be. they're saying Could it was be. an elective surgery. I I don't know. Yeah, but know. obviously uh, the emotional turmoil over losing his marriage and everything might have pushed him into uh, not a happy place, and he's lashing out at everybody else. Yeah, that's but still, that, that yeah, doesn't that, justify that just really a fraudulent argument that he made against David. Everything about it was and, a fraud. Uh, that I can see. As far as his marriage goes, I don't know. I don't. You never so, do. Um, it's unfortunate and sad. He's done a lot of great work. Oh, please. But, you know. Yeah, I know. You got to fix this crap. Forget it. Well, there you go. There's your week in review. Stay tuned for a brand new episode of Bubba Sargon and uh, Nelson News. <laughs> and we do another MCU review. Golly. But anyway, oh boy, folks, make some popcorn. That's all I got to say. <laughs> this is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida woman shot her pet parrot to death. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. While inside her residence, a Florida woman shot and killed her pet parrot with a Glock handgun and then fought with her husband. Police say Suzanne Mullally, 62, was intoxicated when she killed her African gray parrot with a 38 caliber handgun inside the Largo home she shares with her husband, Stephen, 66. After Mulally murdered the bird, she and her spouse exited the home and began arguing and pushing each other, according to criminal complaints, which note that a witness watched the couple tangling. 
Additionally, Mullally doused Stephen, who reportedly was also drunk, with water from a spray bottle. Mullally and her husband were both charged with domestic battery, a misdemeanor, and booked into the county jail. They were released from custody and ordered by a judge to have no contact with each other. Mullally was also ordered to have no contact with animals. Mullally, whose Glock was seized by police, has not yet been charged in connection with the parrot killing. In late February, cops responded to the Largo property upon receiving a report that a firearm was discharged in the backyard during a verbal altercation. Mullally was handcuffed and taken into custody after a brief struggle with cops. An officer who investigated the reported backyard shooting noted that there were numerous loaded firearms in plain view inside the residence, which the Mullally's purchased in 2003 for $97,900. But after all that, she was only charged with resisting police, a misdemeanor count, which prosecutors declined to pursue. It's a shame they did decline, because if only they had pursued it, perhaps Polly would have gotten his cracker. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargon t-shirt. Bubba Stargon? Oh, man, is that all the characters that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where that? Oh, you gotta head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> yeah, it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm gonna get on that and get me a Bubba Star concert. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Man gives police worst explanation for why he was pleasuring himself in public. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man charged with indecent exposure offered cops a bizarre explanation as to why he was masturbating in public. Officers were dispatched to a Speedway convenience store in Vero Beach after a 911 caller advised there was a naked white male screaming at a white female on the side of the road. Upon arriving at the scene, officers encountered Jason Roach, with whom they were already familiar. The 40-year-old Roach had been questioned twice the prior evening in connection with alleged masturbation incidents at an Arby's restaurant and a Wawa convenience store. 
In both instances, Roach stopped and went on his way. The third time, however, was not the charm. A witness told police that Roach was naked and touching himself in the motion of masturbation while near the Speedway store around 6 a.m. When questioned about his activities, Roach reportedly said that he was having issues with his rectum. And in order to get rid of that pain, he asked to ejaculate. If Roach offered anything further about his purported maladies, the police did not include those gory details in their report. Despite that compelling explanation, Roach was arrested for exposure of sexual organs, a misdemeanor. He was booked into the Indian River County Jail where he's being held on $50,000 bond. All because of a pain in the ass. Roach has previously been convicted of battery Petty theft, violating a protective order, burglary, grand theft, filing false documents, and resisting. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. A space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Ship's log 4.2.7.2223. Space dead. You know the deal. I think it's right. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, after our little run in with. Some leftovers from Dr. Moronicus and uh, Spot shooting them out the chute. <laughs> uh, we finally made contact with that lost colony on area. It turns out all it was was, you know, their communications were down because, you know, the Martians knocked out all the relay satellites that we had throughout the system. And, uh, well, they're not apparently fixed up for the new system that uh, Dr. Saris Lear made with the... Uh, you know, pinhole, wormhole feel. <laughs> it always gets me. Uh, but anyway, uh, so it stands to reason that's the deal. So, um, I don't know, I guess they're really private or whatever, and they wanted everything handled with uh, automation. So we just shipped down our shipment of, uh, you know, pillows and spam or whatever. And uh, then we'll be on our way. Sounds good to me, because I just want to get back home to base 
take a dump in my toilet. Well, I guess the one here is mine too, but, uh, you know, I got accustomed to the seat back on the base. Of course, it's not the official base of any, we gotta move again back to the renovated base, but for right now, you know, the potty and bed that I have at Astro Cosmo, well, that's home to me. And, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Spaceship Pencil. All crates have been received and unloaded. All cargo holds will be returned to you <laughs> shortly. Oh, yeah, roger that, uh, Daryl. The Edsel reads you loud and clear. Thank you, Edsel. Your handling of this transference of goods and supplies has been handled with the utmost proficiency. Hey, thanks. Yeah, well, you know, before the war broke out, uh, me and some of the crew used to be space haulers. We were start trucking all over the system, <laughs> hauling all kinds of stuff. And then, of course, the war started and blew that all to hell. But anyway, uh, nice doing business with you. Likewise. Again, our thanks for your help. Hey, no problem, man. You know, if there's any trouble down the road, don't hesitate to call Uranus Patrol. I mean, of course, once you figure out the, the new communication system with the, you know, the pinhole wormholes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, be seeing you, Ariel. Bye. All right, once our final automated empty crates come back to the cargo hold, let's haul our asses. Back home. Wait a minute, Bubba. Something's not right about all this. The hell are you talking about, Spine? We did our job on time, and you heard the man. He even complimented us on it. That's just it, Bubba. I didn't hear the man. <laughs> what are you, deaf? We heard from their automated PAL 9000 system. Yeah, Spot's got a point, Bubba. I mean, we were supposed to perform a routine inspection of the colony. Yeah, but they said they were too busy to accommodate us. Come on. Well... Don't you find that odd? Not really. I mean, when I'm receiving a package, I just prefer they leave it on the porch, you know. Well, we should have had some amount of communication with them, though. <laughs> again, Spot, check your ears. I just got through talking to them. D no, again, that was their automated PAL 9000 system talking. We never actually spoke to any member of their colony. Oh, what the hell? You, you, you think they had some sort of mechanical mutiny from the evil AI? But he scanned the aerial colony. Are you detecting life signs? Oh, yes, sir. All members accounted for. There you go. You see? They're fine. But, but, Bubba. Hey, who's in charge here? Well, well, you are. Exactly. Butsy, best speed to Astro Cosmo. Oh, okay, sir. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> now what? Um, well, uh, detecting a, a apparent anomaly in the cargo hold. Sensors detect a life sign. This can't show it's humanoid. Oh, uh, what the hell? What? Do we, we got a goddamn stowaway? They could possibly be here to sabotage the ship. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. All right, let's go see what the hell this is all about. Wait a minute, in case there's a contamination possibility, you'd, you'd better suit up. Oh, God, not again, but yeah, all right. <laughs>
signal's definitely coming from the final crate that returned from Eric. Freeloading bastard! This is the thanks we get for giving them all that free spam! Good lord, they appear to be cutting their way out of the crate with a laser! Eh? Oh yeah! See the glowing line forming on the side of it. Alright, Spot, get ready to take the shot. Uh, uh, but hang on, I've got to adjust the settings on the plasma right <laughs> What the hell for? Well, because if I fire on him at this high of a charge, he'll splatter all over the cargo hold. No, oh, I get it. You just don't want to clean up afterwards. <laughs> no, Bubba, we might need to question him about his potential sabotage intentions. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, look! Hey, he's coming! Hey, whoa, it's a chick! Stop where you are right there, or I'll open fire! Oh, shit! No, please, don't shoot! I, I surrender! Alright, alright, just keep your hands where we can see them. Yeah, you know, lady, you're lucky. We caught you when you when we did, because we're still pretty much in orbit of Ariel, so it won't take long to send you back home. Back, back home? No! No, I'll never go back to that hellhole! You, you can't make me! Uh, actually, we can. You see, you're in no position to argue the point. I mean, you're the stowaway, you understand? God damn. Dumb broad. No, damn it! You, you don't understand! I'm not a b I'm really a. Jeez! Spot, I gotta tell you, I've encountered quite a few crazy bitches in my day, but this bleeping thing sure takes the cake. Hmm. Seems Bubba really called it on this one, but just what is all that bleeping about? Well, perhaps we'll find out in the next exciting episode of. The Adventures of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Okay, it's time for another MCU rumor for the D-plus Ironheart show. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's past time. But she was just incredible. What a great debut from Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, this was one of the new characters that was supposed to replace the old from the all new, all different Marvel era. The best era ever. And correcting so many mistakes, because you know what it did? What? It brought diversity to Marvel. So, um, after visiting Wakanda, Riri Williams returns to Chicago and uh, continues developing the Ironheart armor. Yeah, that's great. She could be a hero to her own town. Yeah, yeah, I could. Uh, Chicago really could use a superhero, so there's there is that. So, uh, what's that supposed to be? Shut up. Anthony Ramos plays Parker Robbins, a petty criminal who makes a deal with Mephisto. Who? He's kind of like the devil, but he's Mephisto. He was the character everyone thought was going to be the main villain of uh, WandaVision, and for a variety of reasons, that would have been so much better. Why? Because he's a bad, right? Mostly, yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Oh, you mean he's not bad? I, I, well, he's an entity. He's not really human, but 
I'm, Oh my God, this is an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so this petty criminal comes across Mephisto and makes a deal with him for an arsenal of magic weapons that he uses to become a powerful crime lord known as the Hood. Oh my God, he's a criminal called the Hood in the Hood. Yeah, I, I guess. So anyway, Alden Einreich. That's Han Solo. Well... Not really. Yes, he was. He was in the solo. Well, anyway, uh, he plays Zeke Stain. <laughs> what? Well, uh, turns out he's the son of Obadiah Stain. It is that. Well, that was Jeff Bridges. What? In the Iron Man movie, you know, the guy that Iron Man had to fight in the first Iron Man movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was him. He looked different. Well, he shaved his head bald. Oh, right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, he's his son. And uh, he approaches uh, Riri for a morally dubious endeavor. Oh, my God, that's not right. Riri's underage, isn't she? Well, she's much younger than him, but I don't think that's the the, the endeavor that he's asking for. Oh. So uh, Lyric Ross, who? Someone named Lyric Ross, plays Riri's best friend, Natalie Washington. Okay, all right. Harper Anthony plays Riri's younger brother, Ryan Williams. Sonia Dennis plays Riri and Ryan's mother, Ronnie Williams. Shakira Barrera plays Parker's estranged wife, Sarah Robbins. Is this all really relevant? Well, they're going to be in it. Okay. Manny Montana plays Parker's cousin and enforcer, Johnny King. Okay, well, that kind of sounds like like a name of some sort, you know, like a comic book character. Yeah, probably. You don't know? No, really don't. But I think um, a lot of the show is probably just going to be family drama soap opera stuff to pad it out to save on cost, if the show is even made, because... <laughs> oh, stop it. Come on! It's, it's got to happen. Well, uh, it, uh, Disney's had some troubles of late. Well, you know, who does it these days? And... um Iger has said we we need to cut back, so this is something that might get the axe. Oh, he better not. He better not. Well, you know, uh, you know, uh, these things happen, and you gotta try to uh, bolster things that uh, ha- actually have a shot and is popular. This show has to be popular because people need to give it the chance uh, for equity. That's what they need for equity. So you got to do it. Well, we'll see how that turns out. Anyway, Paul Calderon plays Parker's father, Arthur Robbins. Okay, I think that... Oh, wait. Reagan Aaliyah plays Zelma Stanton. Who? I don't know. A young sorceress who befriends Riri. Sorcery? But Riri, with an iron heart, is like Iron Man suit. So you would think it would be more like, you know, technological stuff. Yeah, you would think, but with Mephisto in it, who should have been in the WandaVision... Which is about all right. You said it. Okay, it didn't happen. Get over it. Well, anyway, um, so uh, yeah, she's gonna need a sorceress here to help her out because for some reason Doctor Strange wouldn't be available. Well, you can't have a white male telling, especially a woman of color this time. Oh my God, telling her what to do. That's just not right. It's not right. At all. Yeah. So, uh, Cree Summers voices Riri Suit AI. <laughs> That's great. It's going to be like Knight Rider, but it'll be, you know, this uh, Cree Summers. Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen plays 
Mephisto. So there you go. How about that? You know. So that's basically what he does is uh, take on Faust, you know, where he's just the devil and uh, he offers you some sort of prize at the cost of your soul. Oh my God, not Riri. I imagine there will come a time where, yeah, he'll be offering Riri an opportunity for this and she'll have to overcome it. And she will. She'll kick his ass. Yeah, probably. Um, and then the hood will probably die and have to go to hell. Well, good riddance. Yeah, I guess. What the? Why is he called the hood? Oh, because uh, he gets a magic cape and it has a hood on it. Like a hoodie? Yeah, right. So it's a cloak type thingy and uh, he wears that. That's it? Pretty much. All right, then. So anyway, there you go. A show that Probably we'll get the axe. Just I'll stop it. No, no. This, you know, Iron Man sadly passed away, and now you got Ironheart. So wipe those tears away, because here comes Ironheart. Yeah, maybe. Oh, stop it. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Tried to ruin the mood with firearms. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A South Carolina man who still shares a home with his former wife was arrested after he cocked a firearm and tried to ruin the mood as his ex and her boyfriend were having sex in a nearby bedroom. Alan Briggs began banging on the walls of the Myrtle Beach duplex upon hearing JoLynn Wolfrey and her boyfriend having sex in the upstairs area of the house. Riggs and Wolfrey, both 24, are ex-spouses for approximately two years and still live together. In addition to hearing Riggs banging on the walls, the victim and her boyfriend then heard the racking sound of a firearm and stopped. Wolfrey said that when she later went downstairs, Riggs, gun in hand, threatened her life. When questioned by Myrtle Beach Police Department officers, Riggs reportedly said that he became upset when he heard the couple having sacks and banged on the wall to try and get them to quit. But... After that method failed, he went out to his vehicle and got his gun. Riggs told cops that he then returned to the home and cocked his firearm in what he said was an attempt to ruin the mood. After the upstairs activity stopped, Riggs returned to the couch and played his mobile phone game. Police confiscated a 9mm pistol from Riggs who was booked into the county jail on a felony rap. Riggs is currently being held in lieu of 
$1,000 bond. So there you have it. They were banging, and then he started banging, but at least he never actually did the big bang. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin.